it's me, Meatball, alone, because Big Dipper was involved in a very, it was an extremely serious fisting accident. He is stuck up inside someone, and they're at the hospital right now. So he's not here for the cold open, but he is involved in the episode where he does talk and scream a lot. But on this week's episode of Sloppy Seconds, we talk about drive and drag. We talk about digital blackface. Again, we talk about Alexis P. Bevels. We talk about artists stealing other artists' work, and where where, where can you draw the line? And we talk about the upcoming Big Dipper dating show hosted by me meatball so if you're interested in any of that stick around for the full episode goodbye also if you do want to apply for the big dipper dating show make sure to send an email to sloppy at gmail.com where we will then send you a questionnaire to fill out and then we'll pick three people from those questionnaires but um everything else about the dating show is explained at the end of the episode so please listen have a good time i'm so excited but i have to go i gotta get to the hospital um because dipper his arm is so far in there they're gonna need me to help pull it out yeah i know it's weird it's like what is happening with these doctors these days all right i gotta go goodbye Forever Dog When first choice is a big old bus You turn around and boom You end up with a sloppy second Oh, diva Call me by, by your, your name. name Our number is 213 9180 Our email is sloppy Now on with the show. Are you ready for some sloppy seconds? You stupid little fox, you nasty little fox, you dirty little fox. It's me, Big Dipper, and that is Meepaw. Welcome back to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meepaw. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm having like a wonderful day. As I mentioned on one episode, uh, maybe the Juno Birch episode, I, I haven't, um, I quit smoking weed. So I've uh-huh. been. So five days. For five days, and, and to just, I feel, do you, have you ever had a manic episode? I used to get them when I was on Adderall all the time. I don't think so. I've been, like, jazzed. I've been, like, worked up and ready to do something, but I don't believe I've ever had a manic episode. I think I am. I was in, like, a three-day, I Mania? was just, yeah, just throwing kosh to the wind. My behavior was out of control. Like, I, I think I just... I think because I have ADD I and I'm so used to being like a little bit like pulled back because of the weed, it really like it was in full effect. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is why I was on Adderall. Anyway. Oh, interesting. What's the difference between ADD and ADHD? Oh, I have ADHD. What's the difference between the two? The, the hyperactivity, which I think, well, for me, the issue is that I can't For sit- me. For me, I'm not going to talk for everybody, but for me, the issue is that I can't sit still and I lose focus a bunch. And but mm. losing focus for me is literally like going and doing something completely different. Or I'll be like in the middle of something and like something like my phone will ding and then I'll be on my phone for an hour and I will hyper focus on the something new thing that is distracting me from the one thing that I need to get done. I don't, I'm not trying to self-diagnose and I don't believe that I have like a ADD or an ADHD, but I will tell you, I, we talked about this uh, when we were hanging out, which we'll get to in a second, but I, whenever I'm working, I feel like I am that, um, 
Oh, the lady at the... The lady from the video of the checking into the hotel who's doing so much typing. That's how I feel. I'm like, finish up this, and then I do this over here, and then I'm over here, and then, oh, I got to find out what their Instagram handle is for the thing, and then I go on my phone, and then... Mm-hmm. I get sucked in, and I'll like look up, and it'll be 25 minutes later, and I'm like, I picked up my phone to look up someone's Instagram handle because I was sending an email about something, or I was writing an outline. And I just needed that little piece of information. And then I'm completely sucked into the social media. Yeah, Even just picking sound, this up to demonstrate to you yeah, makes like, me want to get on here and look at my phone. But just that sound that you made of like that, that's what happens. And like, I feel like my phone becomes my entire world. And like, I'm in there and I forget like what Don't room tell I'm in. That. My cat's my whole world now. Deb, come here. Mm. Um... Purr. Purr, sis. Purr. Purr. Okay, so. I do thought you that, that was going to be Candy Muse's. It's Candy Muse. She slayed the roast challenge, but actually, she actually slayed it more so was Got Mick. Or Rose. I don't know why Candy won. Can I say something? And this is going to sound so rude. I thought Candy was week, amazing, but they did they only give her the win so she could go into the top five with Frankly, what I'm saying is out of... Uh, none of them were, like, incredible roasters. No, 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 no. But out of the group of flops, they were the best flops. Now, what I am going to say is I didn't think that <laughs> Rosé's... I didn't think that her beast look... or Yeah, the beast... Like, it, it was cool. The red look was so good. It didn't do it. Do you well, know the lion, the... the witch, or the wardrobe? What do, do you, you know mean? the novel series, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? Yeah. When they go into the world, isn't there a guy who's like has like antlers for the? No, not antlers. No, he's got like hooves for feet or whatever. Yeah. yeah what like is that what... creature called? He's a nimbus. No. No. A symbol. No, but uh, in the in the show wasn't he called like Finn? No, that's wrong Huck too. Finn? No, what are they called? Thing. They okay, man with I think it's goat <laughs> legs. Goat legs, yeah. Nimby, no, Nimby, a fawn, that's... a fawn. No, but there's like another. There's a like satyr? a satyr. Something... No, that's the thing a that satyr. he plays. No, satyr is like a thing. Isn't that a dinner for satyr. Jewish people? No, that's S E D A R, which happy Passover, B T dubs, uh, today. Uh, but a satyr, S A S A T Y R, is like a creature, but also like a sexual thing. I used to look at porn that had the word satyr in it, and it was aggressive mouth fucking porn to the point where like people were gagging on their own saliva because there was just so much liquid from all the throat fucking. Very intense. There's some stuff. of those porn videos where it's like they throw up and then just keep sucking, and I'm like, "Didn't you want to get a sip of water? <laughs> just something to cleanse." Don't the you? Then like, I just think acid every time dick. I throw up, like, acid dick. There's like a film over my teeth. I want to just like get a rinse. Okay, so so what um, were we talking about? You oh, were talking about we Rose. went to drive and drag. No, 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 no. You were talking about Rose. You didn't see it for the red look. I loved the red look. And I, oh, no, 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 don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I thought that that was a good look. I also think it was the best look that she has brought out. The, to me, to me, to it me. was the best look that she has brought out 
this whole season because it fit her body right. You could see her shape. She looked stunning. I love the nails. It was an incredible look. Do mm-hmm. I have anything as good as it? No. Am I speaking as a pure objective viewer? Yes. It was not my favorite look. What was your favorite beast look? Simone, and she won, and I'm glad. Yeah. But I thought that Got Mix was really cool and yeah, interesting. I, you I know just what's don't wild? think that. Okay, here, I'm going to. Rose was in a red leotard and painted her face red and had no, big red hair. No, she had furry And everyone was thighs. like, yes! And I was like, She had yeah, furry okay. thighs. She had but ears. Listen. It was, I just think that we were just shocked that, that it was the first time that we got to see shape on her body. And what and I will say. this is not a RuPaul's Drag Race uh, recap show. What I will say is I think Mick's look was less impactful because she has already done wild and crazy things and that's what i'm trying to say i was like rose just looked really good for the first time <laughs> that's so shitty is that she a looked good when say? she's a drag is all over the world and she did that she's turned some looks they haven't been the runway looks though they've been like the challenge looks you yes know what I'm that's saying? what i'm saying i'm just for the runway that was the best runway she had so i'm glad that she so far and i, I hope she goes all the way so the meme that is circulating is lil nas x Giving a lap dance to Rosé. That that made me... Yeah, that's what she looked like, yeah. So, can you tell me about Call Me By Your Name? How, thoughts on the song, the video, the whole thing? so horny. But I think it's... I, I've been listening to it, and I, I thought that maybe it was just me not being able to understand what he was saying. But he had to post the lyrics on his Twitter because so many people were asking, what are you saying? Something about cocaine... Yeah, like you ain't living right, or you're living high, but you ain't living right, or something like that. And like I couldn't hear the call word. me what you want, call me when you need, you know, call me by your name. It's okay. a wonderful music video. America is mad. Right now, can I get into the real, the real ishy ishy of the stuff here? Go for it. I am always, of course, I'm jealous of big level artists who have the support of like a label behind them because he was able to say, I'm going to call this song, call me by your name. Oh, the same as a movie that like was nominated for a award yeah. that has like, oh, we're going to pay for the title because that's your idea. Cool, cool, cool. You know, it's like, it's cool that he has that sort of support. I went down a little Instagram hole today. Are you familiar with the artist FKA Twigs? Yes, and I'm also familiar with the music video where For she cellophane. does a pole dance while into falling hell. into hell. Were after you aware, fighting with an angel. After fighting were you with an aware angel, that six that months ago the director? the director of that video to direct Little Nas X's video? And I'm also and in he this said no, no, no. Moment, do you pay? Have you do you know the drag designer uh, Pissy Pussy? Or I not was a drag just design? talking to him. About really? Rico Nasty. Yeah, okay. I was like, this is very messy, and this could have all been handled so much better. So, we have a friend who is a fashion designer named <laughs> Is someone who this type of thing has happened to all the time. Mm-hmm. And basically what it is, is artists, when they get so busy... That they have music video and then appearance and then a press appearance and then a red carpet and another music video. They start working with stylists because they can't pick out all their own, you know, it's like whatever. So they trust in their stylists to bring them clothes 
from the people who actually design them or show them mood boards. That's why people have Finstas. That's why people have all these accounts because they're mm-hmm. they're referencing things that they see. And we see it all the time on Drag Race. Drag queens referencing um, high-end fashion designers, but then turning it into drag. And yeah. so is someone that I've worked with on a handful of my music videos and I bring in reference images that I just steal off the internet Google search for an idea you see the thing you bring it in and then we have conversations about what it would mean for this project for me as an artist for a thing not how to rip off that idea the conversations that you have with a good designer and a good stylist is Why did you choose this image? What do you love about this image? What idea from this do you want to work from? Mm -hmm. Not how do I recreate someone else's design? So the thing that we're referencing with Pissy Pussy is that basically a handful of pieces look essentially ripped off with the minor detail of, and poorly, they all look poorly They look real crusty. And he, or Pissy Pussy, like, reached out to Rico Nasty and was like, hey, FYI, I make this stuff. And, you know, whoever gave this to you is stealing my designs. And it got, like, heated in the DMs. And then they posted the DMs on the main. And now it's, like, a whole thing. Well, did you see that this but other reason, designer yes, go ahead. Has, has said, like, oh, well, the um, designer of that music video, the artistic director of it, or whoever it was, who pulled stuff has actually pulled from other designers and not returned it or sent it back the fucked stylist. up and broke. Yeah, the stylist yeah. has sent it back fucked up and broken and not paid for it to fix it or anything. And it's like, fuck you, no one wants your shit. Da-da-da. It's all fucked up anyway. And they're like, you you did that on set. You were in charge of those items that you pulled. And yeah. you, because I'm not sure everyone realizes this, but in music videos and stuff, when when artists are wearing designer clothes or beautiful outfits they and stuff. They don't own that. They don't own that. It was all borrowed literally half the time it's borrowed and then for free and if borrowed we, for free and the stylist and, and is the supposed, stylist to, supposed clean to clean it, it take care of it and send it back but they won't sometimes they'll send it back covered in makeup and shit and it's annoying but most people just deal with it but half the time they don't even send it. this person doesn't even send the stuff back apparently the reason i brought up because I, I, w- I want to close the loop on bringing him up is because this type of thing has happened to him so many times where it is so clear he did something six months ago and then he sees someone doing it poorly and it's the same design. He has even told me stories in the industry of people contacting him, coming up with ideas, even getting beginnings of sketches, not like actual design and pattern, but like beginning of sketches and then pulling out and then him seeing those ideas made by another person that he knows is working for cheaper. So it's a really messy thing because if you rise above it, you're dealing with all this bullshit where you're watching people be successful, air quotes, successful even though they don't deserve it. But if you keep to yourself, you've got all this ammo for once you do rise to a certain level, you just say like, no, I don't work with that person. I don't work with that person. They ripped me off. They stole from me. They did this. They returned my shit bogus. You know, I got accused of doing that one time. Tell me the story. Do you? And then we'll take a break. Yeah. The, um, the Jackie Kennedy blood spattered. Yes. Outfit, from House of Yes. Which is from House of Yes. The right. concept from it is from a movie. Yes, and you're doing what drag queens very often do, which is recreate a look. Well, but what happened was for a man's uh, body. <laughs> a designer had made one for another drag queen, 
And I said, hey, I'm going to drag, like made that outfit, the rhinestone blood, all of that. I said, hey, I'm going to drag con. I love that outfit. It's from House of Blue Leaves, a movie with Parker Posey that I love. And when I first saw that outfit, I was like, oh, that's a reference of this movie. Can I get that outfit from you? And he was like, no. And I was like, okay. And he's like, we could do all these other things. And I was like, no, no, no. I want that one outfit. That's what I want. I want to wear that. And so I literally made it myself. Right. And wore it to DragCon. And they fucking tore into me saying that I had stolen the idea. How dare I? da 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 You shouldn't wear that. It was mine. I was going to wear that for my walk-in outfit on RuPaul's Drag Race. And now I can't because you wore it to DragCon and everyone saw you Oh, what season were they on? They weren't on yet. Um, And I was like, well, it's from a movie. I'm sorry if you're offended, but that's like not how this works. And I, I apologize. And I was like, I'm sorry that you feel that I ripped you off. But, like, I did this thing from a movie, and I just wanted a nice one. Right. Am I wrong? I still, like, I feel bad that I, like, now looking back, that behavior was shitty. And I will admit that that, like, I I could have handled it better in the moment. But I don't think, at the end of the day, wearing, that's like, that's like the two people repeating outfits on RuPaul's Drag Race. There's two boxers. What, are they supposed to get mad at each other because boxers exist? Well, it's only slightly different, but I will equate it to um, Girl, which I'll tease what we'll talk about after this break, which is the Drive a Drag show that we went to. Drive a Drag. Some girls were doing the same songs. That's not the same thing, but it's similar. I think it is the same thing. I guess what's fucked up is like, it would. what we're talking about is this person pissy pussy it's like it's their design this is their design the heart head piece and yeah. then the full mask with the eyelets for the eyes and mouth yeah. the first time i ever saw that it was from him yeah. or them so I, it's just interesting to totally rip off someone like that it's tricky in this digital it. world too because we also think about we think about well this didn't used to be so much of a problem because without the internet people didn't know what was going on etc cetera, etc cetera. no it was just like the systems of oppression that always exist people would steal from the artists and walk it into the you know the boardroom it would be like you know women's work or people of color's work that like the white men would take and go and sell and be like the executive at the company with like these are my ideas like that's what this fucking country in this world is based on mhm anyhow anyhow let's be right back Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor meals, I'm like... Oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm -hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm -hmm. Very cool. 
that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this is oh, yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle and we're celebrating earth day all month long with factor look out for the earth month eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Let's talk about drive and drag. Baby, I want to talk about the drive and drag. Okay. So what last a wonderful week, experience. Last week we got on a, a whim. I was like, "Hey, do you want to go?" And you were like, "Yeah." It was like the day before or two days before, and I bought yeah. a ticket. And then you go, "I'm going to get the VIP ticket." I said, "Good. I want to be front row." Anyway, we get there. We so weren't we're five rows back, and <laughs> so we're talking about the drive and drag presented by Voss Events that happened in the um, field next to the parking lot at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California. You don't have to. That's shady. It happened at the Rose Bowl. Yes, but it happened in the field. It wasn't in the parking lot. It's on the grass. And you know what? I will say this time there wasn't a soccer game happening um, 20 Correct. feet away. So that was nice. And um, what we bought tickets for was Alaska's Alaska solo show, show that was happening just before. was incredible. As I yes. said before, it had everything. Again, she gave us the comedy. She gave us the lip sync. She gave us the Dua Lipa I'm surprised you know all this because you and Nicole were talking at full volume the entire time while I was trying to watch the show. You should have turned the radio up, bitch. Oh, yeah, Nicole came with us, which was great. She did come. When she got in the car, she had uh, like a Venti cup or a Trenta cup. And she goes, this is just a bottle of wine. And she drank it all during the first show. Yeah. Um, and so Alaska slayed it, and then I texted Naomi as we were leaving, and I was like, Can "Oh we yeah, come we, and we also say hi? just like went backstage to say hi to everyone." Oh yeah, guys, security's loose there. Don't <laughs> <just> broadcast <laughs> that. So we went backstage, and then Naomi is there, and she's like, "Well, are you staying for my show?" And we were like, "Ooh, we didn't get tickets." And then the guy was like, "Here, bring your car around," and they parked us. Front and like center. front and center to the point where they were like, here, put your car here. And now we've set we've set little um chairs out next to the car, and you can just sit outside of your car, which no one else is allowed to do. Mm-mm, you can mm-mm. sit outside of your car. And we were just front row unobstructed watching the show. We got we ordered seven donuts, didn't eat a single one of them. Well, here's we the other falafels. thing. Did you eat those donuts? I ate three of them and I okay. threw the other three were out. They okay? they were stale. they good? 
They were good. They were meant to be eaten that day. I don't think they were built to last. And I ended up eating them the next day Ugh. or the next two days. But um, you were like, great, we'll get food. And then the other show will start. And I was like, Diva, it's five o'clock. The other show is meant to start at seven. We had like a long way. We had a long time. Eat. And me and Nicole just started drinking. We just got hammered. By the time we got home, Nicole, Nicole was wasted. You think? Were you drunk too? I was pretty drunk, but she was definitely way more. She had more to drink. Did you not see during the show when Nick I went and t- took her big cup and went backstage and brought her back basically just like all vodka in her wine I glass? I don't really understand alcohol consumption. Bum, bum. It's just so far beyond me. I just like don't know what gets people drunk or not drunk. But let me, let's me let talk about the talent. Bianca okay. Del Rio was hilarious. Hilarious! And let me just say, and I'm going to, I'm working on getting Bianca on the show. And she's very busy. This show right on, now. On stereo, talking to Lady Bunny. <laughs> no, but we're going to try to get. Why Bob, does Bob the Drag Queen pronounce stereo stereo? Can you anyone should, get to Bob, the bottom of that? Bob, Bob? I know, you're, Bob, I know you're listening. Bob doesn't listen to this. Um, But Bianca, in the past, I've seen Bianca. Bianca is always super talented, very, very funny. But obviously, in the past, at the height of season six, the humor was, you know, aggressive and Mm race-based often. Um, And I was sort of nervous that it was going to be like that. And she literally, do you know when you see a comedian and you feel safe? Yes. You feel, like, taken care of. You don't feel nervous, unlike... I know we're not talking about Drag Race, but unlike watching the Drag Race roasting that happened this past week, it's like you. she got on that mic and I was like, oh, I felt like swaddled in the arms of a seasoned pro. It was. Mm-hmm. I've and always she wasn't been, doing race based no. or any of that. She was really punching up. And that's how you know that she is a incredible comedian. Because she, was she able has to make like a- shifted with the mm-hmm. culture. Because to be honest, when she announced to go on the tour, I was like, I wonder like what she's what her vibe is these days. Because I remember seeing him, her in New York and it was always like, rah, 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 you know, just sort of spikes all around. And then when she delivered, I was like, this, she was so funny. It was so good. Plastique Tiara. I, I've i never seen her perform live. Me neither. I was screaming. Jaw on she the ground. She was so good. She's a fucking dancer. She's incredible. And you know what she does? I'm a stand now. What? The smile. She waits for that moment and then when the wind hits just right and that human hair is flowing she smiles and she gives you that wink and you know i like a pretty girl mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> she was up there working but she looks so effortless, effortless. when she's doing it it's incredible uh, okay then we had miss naomi now she was hitting some choreo which she's she not said, known to do and she said i'm gonna give you a one two step and she fucking did it she said, I know you saw me on TV doing my long backbend, but I could also give you a kickball change if you need it. I was waiting for that long backbend. She was, I was doing waiting a full for my quarterback. Disco number. That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> she did a change. full disco number and then became the disco ball. And I was I was having such a lovely time. Her costumes were a serve. She was having a great time. And it was all she that looked Kylie good in disco. A little, it was Kylie. And she looked good in a little Afro wig. Mm-hmm. Then we had Miss Aquaria on a guitar. 
And when playing she came live. out, literally everybody around us was like, is she playing? She's not playing. She's Nicole not- was convinced she was not playing live. And I was like, no, there are. Listen, very carefully. There's some off notes. There's and- some bars <laughs> she was, no, she was, But she was playing it with the music and dancing. She was giving us high kicks. She was doing a lot. Now, normally, isn't she more of like a dancer, drop it, kick it, flip it, bop it, yeah, reverse it? Yeah, but I it? love the way she moves her body. And honestly, I feel like I was thinking about this. I feel like this is the perfect time for queens to try something new on a tour. People are so starved to see the queens. This lineup is incredible. These are Mm -hmm. top-tier reality show drag queens that people pay good money to go see. And the tour is really set up in this great operation. It's like they do two shows a night that, you know, but because of all the tech elements and because it's a tour, they have to do the same thing every night. And mm-hmm. so I think it, it it's a perfect opportunity to be like, I'm going to try to play the guitar. I'm going to do choreography. I'm going to paint myself green every night. I'm going to breathe fire. They like focus on the one well, they were trick. To be superhero. Oh yeah. No, I mean, obviously, but they focus on the one trick and it's like, we've all seen Aquaria, you know, dance around, do turns, get thrown up in the air, do splits, whatever. But she's like, I'm going to learn how to play the guitar for my tour. And because very there aren't a thousand tours going on, I think it's a really sort of like safe moment to take that risk because people mm-hmm. are coming to see you no matter what. And then Cameron came out and she was in all green. Yeah. And she painted herself, and that's when Alaska turned to me and she said, Wicked got weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she sure did. And then threw the mask under the fur coat, probably faux fur coat, lying she on the grass. She was laying on the ground, like, she just went, ah! <laughs> Yeah, it was great. Uh, Cameron slayed it with this choreo. Her outfit was incredible. She was the She Hulk. Did you see yeah, she it? It was like real so leather, it was fitted. Her body is right. She is a dancer. I loved it. Um, if Voss Events is coming back around to your town, go see it. Also, yeah. I loved that they did the pre-show and they the gave pre-show. You know who I've who never seen before? Ray Latre, because that was my first time seeing her perform. I've seen Ray perform Barbie's Addiction. That was your first time seeing Barbie's Addiction. That was my first time seeing Barbie's Addiction as a solo as a act. solo act lip syncing not as like a dance duo with another act mm-hmm. and let me tell you not a bead of sweat dripped from her brow effortless and she was giving you let me crack my shoulder pull out my neck dislocate my arms every back bend she hit every word every little accent bodysuit down we didn't talk about violet. beautiful like she she's not bald she's just blonde but it is short hair, pixie it's cut. It's short and it's 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 blonde. Now we didn't talk about Violet, but but Violet gave us theatrics. Honey. Violet used literal stage tricks to fuck with you. Like she laid on the ground, the lights went black, and then the next thing you know, the lights come on. She's wearing a completely different outfit and she's standing up. It was less than three seconds. She went yeah. from the ground standing. It was insane. Beautiful it, theatrical it was- storytelling. Yeah, her number was the only one that I was like, oh, this is a real story. Like, she is now turning these men into puppets. She's blowing fire. It was incredible. I was just screaming the whole time, honestly. Me too. But someone told me my Instagram story. They were like, your screams seem fake. And I was like, well, I was also very drunk. <laughs> You're also very fake. Um, You've been doing a deep dive on Trisha? Trisha Paytas, as always. As always. Uh, 
Nothing. You went back and you I started some things. Okay. I started at the very beginning. I did find because everyone gets mad at me. They're like, "How dare you tell this? Like, call this person out for being racist, but you stand Trisha." The difference, I think, is that Trisha has been doing YouTube for 14 years. And I'm not saying that she is not um, problematic and offensive and hasn't done a a bunch of terrible stuff. I'm just trying to figure out who Trisha Paytas is. Yeah, I think she she is. is unreal, and I don't understand it. And she has said that she is transracial. She said that she's a trans person. She said that... um, She has multiple personalities. She's got multiple personalities. She's got a lot of problems. She's said a lot of things. And... There has to be, she's written four books. There's, or six books. Um, There's just, yes. About what? Self-published. She has one that's about her stripper diaries. She has one about being an escort. She has one about being a good Christian girl. She's lived a thousand lives. I'm trying to figure out who Trisha Paytas is. Her brother is really high up in the military and does not like to talk about her. I think her dad used to be a pastor at like one of those mega churches or something. And, but she has a good relationship with her mom and her sister, right? Because they're like in yeah, her videos. Yeah, her mom and her sister are started on their her own OnlyFans. Wait, what? She has an OnlyFans and she's like done videos. I don't know if there's penetration or titty or anything out because I'm not going down that trail. But they have shot OnlyFans videos together, whether it's foot stuff. There is, it is sexual in nature, I am assuming. Sexual in nature. Nicole that said, is... Nicole told me, oh, maybe we shouldn't. Nicole said, I used to follow her on um, OnlyFans, but then it got sad. And we'll be right back after this break. And we're back. This turned out to be a longer episode than we thought. So we're not going to talk about game show hosts. We're going to just talk about how Big Dipper got a little prick in his arm. Oh, yeah. I got my vaccination. Um, I got my first uh, dose of the vaccine. And I went and, you know, I waited my little 15 minutes. And as I'm waiting, I'm like looking at the card. And it's just the whole system is so fucked up. Like, why doesn't the card have a barcode? Why doesn't it correlate to a digital system that keeps track of, like, who gets vaccinated? Like, why is there not even, like, an identifying number on the batch of cards? Like, it just seems so ridiculous. So I'm looking at the card, which, of course, they don't even put your name on it. They just, like, write the date or, like, one thing on it. Oh, they wrote it. my name on it. Girl, they like, were like, anyone could have written fill it. in the rest of your information on your own when you go home. Yeah, very that. And I looked at the date. And I got vaccinated on 326. And I could not tell if it was a three, a four, or a five. And I was like, this is going to be a problem for me down the line when I have my second appointment, if someone needs to see verification of my vaccine. Like it looks doctored because the guy had sort of like fucked up. And while he was filling out my card, he asked someone, What's the date again today? So I think he like. <laughs> So I sat there for the 15 minutes that I waited looking down on my vaccine card. And I was like, am I going to do it? Should I ask? Should I just leave? Like, well, there's people out there who have already like started selling. Oh, yeah. Blank vaccine cards. I spoke to a nurse friend of mine. I spoke to a nurse friend of mine. And she said that like at her job where she administers vaccines, it's just they just like drop off boxes of the CDC cards. No, like, tracking of them. It's just like, okay, here are your Vax cards to give to people. This is such a mess. Anyways, I did go up to a manager. I didn't ask a I person spe- to I speak to the manager. I to a manager. I, 
I, I could, I could see who was sort of overseeing. And I just walked up and I held my card out and I was like, excuse me. Um, can you tell me like, what, what date does this look like to you? And she was like, for when you need to come back. And I was like, no, that's supposed to be today's date. And I just like, don't want to run into any problems. And she filled out a new card for me and she gave it to me. And I was like, oh, in the back. And she was like, oh, sorry. (laughs) I just had to do a lot of self-advocating in the process. And then I felt fine last night. And then this morning, starting like right before I got on this call, I feel so tired. So I think I'm going to eat some dinner and hit the hay early tonight. Yeah. Um, My experience was I got, did I already say this? I got my shot in a parking garage? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Never mind. Mine was in a parking lot. I parked my car a few blocks away and then walked in and I waited in a line that was like a block long. It moved really fast, but I was in the line. I was there for two and a half hours. Oh, I was there for 40 minutes total, 15 of which was me waiting after I got my vaccine. So Mm. it moved along pretty quickly. But I, I wasn't on a list centers because would you that, say I went to one of the mega like the super centers because right. it's you feel less guilty. I went to the doctor's office where I go to the doctor because they texted me and said, hello, you're eligible now. Please come get your vaccine. Oh, yeah. Well, good for I, you. So um, anyhow, should we listen to a voicemail? Yeah, we got we got three voicemails today. All fun. All fun. I don't think any of them are sex related. Call me by your name. Is your also, name FKA we t- Twigs? We we did take note, so we didn't speak through them last week. Oh yeah, but and this we week got we're a going lot to. of messages saying, "Please do because it's boring." Yeah, yeah. Because I listened to it and I was like, "Wow, <laughs> listening to someone who doesn't tell stories for a living or speak for a living talk for three. This is rude. That's rude. Never mind." But this is what I wanted to bring up when we now we've skipped the segment, but maybe next week we'll talk about TV presenters. I forget that there's a whole world of people whose job is not to be an actor, not to be a music artist, Mm -mm. not to be any sort. Their job is literally, but they're like more friendly and approachable and entertaining than a newscaster. Mm -hmm. Because newscasters are journalists. There's a whole category of just TV presenters personalities right that's its exactly. own job it's you're good at being a fun person and that's why you get paid to do that so should we be do is that the lane we should go for i just stopped doing music well, we're and gonna, we just go for personality i mean that's kind of what we're doing with this fucking podcast hey, but yo. then we're also going to be doing a game show which we'll be announcing at after we do the fuck doc stories oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll get into that okay here Hey, you fucks. He's coming in hot. We caught the last end of the beat. And also, are you in a, what, a a turbine? Yeah, it sounds like it. Hey, you fucks. All right, let's keep going. It's so loud. Hey, you fucks. I'm calling with my fuck talk story. I doubt your number from memory. Hope that makes you happy because it haunts my dreams. (laughs) I feel like these fuck talk stories are too long like a Stephen King novel written by homosexuals. So here you go, straight to the point. Uh, First time I had butt sex... The condom came off in my asshole. We looked around and decided, yep, it's still in the back cave. I went to the bathroom and started to shit out a full condom. He knocks on the door and says, hey, you want some Wendy's chicken nuggets? I said, fuck yeah. He goes, you want a McDonald's Coke with it? I said, fucking fuck yeah. So I shit out a condom and it had some nuggies. Goodbye. <laughs> Pulitzer, bring it on. Bring us the Pulitzer. That 
is a good story. Told quick and dirty. Here's my question. Mm-hmm. The condom must have been a magnum on like a smaller penis. No, my question oh. was about Wendy's Coke and Wendy no. or oh, McDonald's Wendy's Coke Nuggies and, and McDonald's Wendy's Coke. Nuggies. Were they left over? You know, some people keep fast food like longer than 12 minutes after they get it from the fast food restaurant. I just don't understand. No, like, I don't. Get you that. have to eat it immediately have, yeah, or else it's, it's done. It's already been out for a full yeah. day normally. So you so got to do, do it the time up. That's like, like fast food. I, that's why they call it fast food. Fast food. Because fast, fast you, you want to get it fast, fast and then food. eat it fast before it cools down. Because once it's cool, it's trash. But here's my, it's trash food. Here's my question. Why did the person order like Postmates from two different places? Or do you think it was one of those like awful bachelor pads where there's just like leftover fast food everywhere? That didn't even cross my mind. I thought it was one of those situations where it's like Wendy's only has Pepsi and stuff. And he, so you drove to the McDonald's on the other side of the parking uh, lot to get yeah, your good Coke? to get the coke because everyone knows mcdonald's coke is extra spicy what what do you mean everybody knows i mean it was just like a tiktok thing they were like what do you don't know that the the meme about sprite at, at mcdonald's being like better than sprite out of a can no and like you drink it no there's a, a full tiktok about it where they're like why is it spicy <laughs> <laughs> they like drink it and it burns their throat and they're like why is it <laughs> I just need to go lay down. What's going on? Oh that no, was you're falling asleep. <laughs> thank you all. Thank you so much for that fuck talk story. And I bet Have you, you do ever work had a condom a fall now. out of your ass? A what? A condom stuck in your ass? Oh no. But have you ever had a condom fall off your peenie? I don't think I've had one break and like part of it not make it out, but it was just like accessible. I. No, because I think I stay hard or it's tight on the dick. I don't know what the answer is. Call me by <laughs> your name. Hi, Big Dipper. Hi, Meatball. This is Alexis P. Bubbles. Uh, okay, I, I was going to not... say, this has to be Alexis <laughs> P. Bubbles this time. <laughs> yes, Alexis! Yes, Alexis! All right, I'm starting it over because I want to hear the whole thing. Hi, Big Dipper. Hi, Meatball. This is Alexis P. Buckles. <laughs> I did not call and tell you a story about uh, sucking a dick under a bridge and being a nasty little bridge troll. <laughs> dick, dick troll. Um, but whoever that is, if they want to call back, if they, they want to to follow me on Instagram and I think we sound the same so that could be fun we could do like an act or like a voice you know we could do like a game where we say things to each other and get other people to guess look I didn't think about that what I was going to say when I called but anyway that wasn't me although I do appreciate um, the skills bye <laughs> so no story just it wasn't me that was a shaggy call that's what we go on the show call a shaggy call in the showbiz call, what's a shaggy call? It wasn't me. You saw me banging oh, on the sofa. It wasn't, it wasn't me. me. Saw me banging on the counter. It wasn't me. Have you seen the Mila Kunis Ashton, Ashton Kutcher, Kutcher. Why Super Bowl would commercial? They do that. Why would Shaggy do that? Was Shaggy there? 
they used the song, honey. He signed off. But he wasn't there. Yeah, I think he he's said in I think he's in the commercial. No, see what happened was I started watching that commercial on YouTube because everyone was posting it and being like, what the hell is going on? Ashton Kutcher used to have so much personality. He's dead in the eyes in that commercial, and he's not giving you any vocal range. <laughs> Ooh. My throat kind of closed up right on the end of that one. I think he's in this commercial. And what does that mean? Baby, call me on you, call me red-handed. That's kind of like the beginning of... Creeping with the girl next, next door. door. You see how I sing it. Picture this, we were both, both butt naked. naked. Banging on the bathroom floor. Yeah, girl, he is fully in this commercial. I, I didn't get to that part. You're the one who brought the access to your snacks. Don't talk surprised that you sneak behind your back. You gotta keep tabs before she emptied up. But- new lyrics? He's in the commercial with new lyrics. He said, cut the check. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. You know he was on set for all of four hours that day. He turned it out. Um, uh, last voicemail. Should critical we save feedback. It? It's critical feedback. I'm willing to admit when I'm wrong. So let's play. To... Say again. I said I'm willing to admit when I'm wrong. So let's play it. Let's see. Hey, Dipper and Meatball. Hello. Uh, this is in regards to the like digital blackface question that's on your episode. Um, I think that that's a little bit ridiculous in my mind, Mm. because I think that the opposite of that would then be like, I'm white and I exclusively use gifs or jits or whatever of white people, which then would be deemed racist by those same standards. So I think that if you're like, this person gave the reaction to this situation that I am looking for, it doesn't necessarily matter what their skin color is, because you're not looking for that, you're looking for the reaction. I get how you could it if you were like oh i'm exclusively using like black gifts for black culture reasons that i'm not of that culture but i'm trying to come across that way that would be problematic but i think that if you're just looking for the reaction that you're looking for the race isn't necessarily the factor in it however what i do think would be just as problematic that you did immediately following would be looking up leaked nudes of the celebrities or random people that they didn't consent to being released but you just look them up without hesitation and be like, ooh, let's talk about this person's size and this person's this, that, and the other. And they didn't consent to those nudes being out there or you looking at them. So isn't that just as problematic but in a different way? I don't know. Everything's bad. Bye. I will agree with the final statement. Everything's I will agree. bad. Everything's bad. I, well, and I do, I did, after listening to this, I did some research. I read some articles. I, you are correct. We Wait. were complicit. No, not about the blackface thing. I'm I'm starting with the back the latter half of it. Oh, okay. Um, looking up nudes of celebrities that have leaked when it's it's I we were wrong. We probably we shouldn't do that, and that is a practice that we we are we need to stop doing because it is a huge invasion of privacy. And we were complicit in it, and we were joking about it. I 100 percent agree. I think also what I like. What they I were also up, all fake. <laughs> right. What I always look up is like, are there published naked photos? Mm. Like, 
Like, like I'm when, always but like, when a celebrity's nudes do leak, I I am guilty of being like, well, let me get on in there and look. You know right. what I mean? Like, because we don't feel like they're a, a com- person, we feel like they're a product or a commodity yeah. or like a a point of reference in pop culture. Not like this is someone's privacy we're breaching. Or, and there was a really yeah. interesting article on it that I read on self.com from 2016. So this has been a problem for a while. But it's been a problem for a long time, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm always looking remember- for like did you ever see that movie with Bruce Willis where he goes swimming naked in the pool and yes. he sees penis? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's Those what I'm always fine. looking. Yeah, if it's, that's if what it's I'm in always movie, looking for. It's like when did they get naked in public for real but, in a published? But we're not talking about in film when they were consenting. This person is specifically talking about non-consensual, right? Hacked, like when Jennifer Lawrence has got right hacked, when Adele's family photos got hacked and leaked. Like that stuff is stuff that we should not be looking at and should not be seeking out. Because by searching it and by doing that, it's just it's it's making it a bigger thing than it needs to be. I 100 percent agree because, because I've I also been. Fact, yeah. If my nudes leaked and everyone started searching for them, it would make me extremely uncomfortable and I wouldn't like it. And I never thought about it that way. I just again, like you said, I was thinking about the person as a product right. and as a as a public figure and not as a human being. Girl, I will admit I've that I was on the receiving wrong. end of that. You've had your nudes leaked? Well, girl, I told you about that. There's that Reddit post. It's like, anyone got any nudes on? Yes. <laughs> like, that's like, because I'm always posing like with my ass almost out. You know, mm-hmm. it's like when I do, like I did that photo shoot with Dusty and I was just like fully naked at the Eagle. Yeah. And I was like, please don't post my penis on the internet. Thank you. I'd like to keep one shred of my um, uh, body private. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. But- digital blackface. I don't think you listened to what we said at all because what you said was if you exclusively use memes of black people in order to participate in black culture as a non-black person, that would be considered digital blackface. That's what we were talking about. That's what we were saying. That's literally what you you are a white person and you exclusively use white memes. That's not racist. That's not racist. Though someone could say, like, why do you never include black people in your memes? And you're like, okay, good point. But if you're representing yourself, like, I remember, remember when emojis first started including skin color? Mm-hmm. I remember having the, this is very revealing, very uh, white fragility moment. Uh, I remember having the impulse to use other skin tones on, like, a thumbs up or a wave. And specifically, two friends of mine who are people of color thinking like, oh, let me be inclusive and send a darker skin-toned thumbs-up emoji than my own skin tone. Yeah, you're like, my left hand got very tan recently. No, but then you sort of think and you're like, well, if this is supposed to represent me, I should just be using the skin tone that represents me. Yes. And I agree. I mean, I use like the medium dark one. I'm glad that there's an array of colors. Wait, I can't really remember what he said at the first half of it. He basically was like, oh, well, first of all, we, of course, were, we jokingly said, so this is a white this person. This is a white person. And I'm as a person of color, that sounded like a, a white person calling. That sounded like, I just mean based on the, uh, the uh, defensive content. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, to me, uh, to quote Tamisha Iman quoting um, uh, NeNe Leakes, one of the 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 most used gifts on the internet. 
I, I said, said what I said. But, but also, again, we're not saying that you can't use gifs of black people. Like, we're that talking was not about what we're saying we're talking about imp- like com- only using those gifs in a minstrel show type way. You literally pe- said you followed people on Twitter that you thought were black were people black. based on their internet. So if that's content. what I'm getting, then to me, to yes, me, to me, in my opinion. They are presenting as black on the internet because they are not using anything else and they are not a black person. So you saying as a white person only using white gifs is racist is incorrect. Correct. And I'm sorry that you feel that way, but you're wrong. You're allowed to use black people as gifs. You can do whatever you want. You can use every race under the rainbow. But if you're using exclusively black gifs and you're using them, say in this instance, um, a white person... uh, I was speaking to someone and I was like, yeah, I'm going to, I have to swing through Compton. And then they sent me a gif of a black person swinging guns. Who? Someone in your real life? Yeah. And Did I that said, to you? And I said, that's inappropriate. That's digital blackface. It was. It was. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds. Um, I hope we answered your question and I hope you continue to listen. You know what I'll say, Meatball? This, this, I had good vibe today with you. Very good banter. Probably because I'm not high. <gasps> you can. Oh, we have the, the big announcement. We've oh waited my God. this whole time. Oh okay. Are you single or in a non-monogamous relationship? Are you looking to have a wonderful night or Zoom call with Big Dipper? Yeah. Now is your chance. Welcome to the Big Dipper and Meatball Dating Game Show, a live event that will be held on, I don't know. It's a, I put it in the script. You see it? Friday, April 16th. It will be a live stream, and it'll be open for applications via a Google document. So this is what we're doing. We are having a dating game show to to win a date with me. If If we're in LA, if you're in LA, we will try to meet up in person, you know, safely, uh, distance mm-hmm. and masked or whatever. Glory and on the Hall. Last stream, I did joke that I would be there serving the food on roller skates. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And Meepo will be there too. But if, 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 if you don't live in LA, you can still apply because we can have a zoom date. I'm very open. And when the world is, is moving, I do travel a lot. Mm-hmm. So what, this is the official announcement. If you want to win a chance to be a part of our live stream, it's twofold. You you have to agree to be on the live stream with us, which is publicly broadcast to paid ticket people. So you have to be and comfortable we will like own doing the that footage, and you don't get to say delete this. Right, exactly. So just you know, know that you're signing up to be a guest on our show. Okay. Um, and then two, once, once, once you're comfortable with that, the other objective is you win a date with me. Uh, so, um, send an email to sloppy seconds pod at gmail.com. If you are interested, we will then reply with the Google form and you'll just fill out all your information. There will be some questions to answer. And then based on that Google form application, we will select like the finalists and the finalists will compete on the live stream. So the live stream is Friday, April 16th. We're going to do it at 6 p.m. Pacific time. So 9 p.m. Eastern. 9 p.m. Eastern. Did I leave It'll anything out? An hour or 
an hour and a half or two. I don't know. Probably an hour and a half. That's how long our live stream is. Yeah, just be ready to be on the live stream. Yeah, mark out two hours in your calendar if you really want to do it. We just want to make sure if you get selected, you don't flake on the live stream because the whole point is that you do the show with us. Yeah, you're going to have to be on camera. Yeah. And as we learn, not everyone can be an entertaining presenter. You know what I'm saying? We did learn that. We did learn that. And there's also, you guys got Steve competition, Steve competition, because we already interviewed one, Mr. Pedro, and he is Debbie Desperate to get it on. <laughs> Desperate. He's commented on like three or four of the um of the posts on our sloppy pod Instagram, being like, "Where's the link? Where's the link?" He came on that thing and was talking to. You. He's really cute too. He's a he's a uh, digital graphic artist, a graphical artist. Yeah, and, and he, he lives in. Fans. Oh yeah, but I'm not buying OnlyFans anymore. I'm right. tired of so. Here's the deal: if I, you I if you want to be people. a part of our dating show, email sloppysecondspod at gmail.com. Just let us know you want to be a part of the dating show. We will send you the Google form. So thanks so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod. Like I said, send us an email at sloppysecondspod at gmail.com or call in with your fuck talk story too. Two one three five three six nine one nine one eight zero. <laughs> Our Instagrams are Big Dipper Jelly and Spicy as Meatball. Or on Instagram, you can find or on Twitter, you can find me at Fat Drag Meatball. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode, which come out every Tuesday and Friday. Goodbye. Bye. Doodle doot doot forever dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitt. Executive produced by Will and Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey. 